focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. I want to welcome everyone back to another episode of The Why Behind You. For my first-time listeners, I thank you for joining. This is going to be hopefully a very engaging topic to discuss. And if you haven't had a chance, please go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. And I also, as always, want to thank my repeat listeners and people that are sticking with me every single week and just engaging in these dialogues, even if it's just a moment of, of time for yourself to think about the topics of discussion or if it is something that you have uh, started or piqued a conversation with a, a friend or a colleague with. But this week's episode is really going to focus on the topic around clarity. And I think when I look back on all the discussions that we've had previously, we talk about a lot of different things from how you've identified your motivation, how do you maintain it, how do you reflect on yourself, how do you hold on to those things that are going to keep you driving and moving forward, and understanding you in, in every aspect of the, the concept. But one thing that really stuck out to me, and I was, I was thinking about this as I was having a conversation with a, a good friend and colleague, was around the topic of clarity. And how do we gain clarity? Uh, and clarity is, is, is one of those things where it may be in the moment, it may be after you've gone through an experience or a situation, but there's always an opportunity to reflect and understand and gain greater clarity. So when I think about clarity, what is the definition of clarity? You know, the, the quality of being coherent and intelligible or the quality of transparency or purity. Steve Gleason once said, I look at the human life like an experiment. Every new moment, every new experience, tragic or otherwise, is an opportunity to gain a more accurate perspective and helps lead me to clarity. Every situation that we encounter in life offers us the opportunity to gain deeper insight and to gain greater clarity. The question is, is do we take time to pause and reflect on that experience, that situation? Do we take the time to assess what just happened? That's the point where clarity begins. If we're going through life and we just experience situation after situation, let's say we're not learning from those situations or we're not taking the good or the challenging from those situations to help us gain greater clarity, you are missing out on a huge opportunity. And this is something that I've experienced myself. Uh, you know, We're in such a fast-paced society and a fast-paced world that sometimes we don't carve out time for that. And that's how we get better. So the key is having the self-awareness to identify when those opportunities present and also reflecting on the insight that you're being exposed to. But one tricky part about clarity is it can be very, very clouded. And you think about this when we're in the middle of situations and we're in the middle of a scenario, how do we calmly assess that situation or the scenario without emotion being involved? And emotion is another key aspect of the ability to gain in clarity. And just stick with me uh, because this, this, this may go in a little bit of a different direction than you thought, right? But how do we calmly assess the situation with no emotion involved, which is a very hard task. I can tell you, I don't think that I do it a lot. I don't think many of us do. But what does it mean to be emotionless? Not to be to say that you're without emotion, but 
to not let emotion drive your decisions and let emotion drive your 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 perspective. What does it mean to do that? Is it is it time dependent? And what I mean by that is when you've experienced and been exposed to something so often and for so long, do you just become numb to it? Do you just naturally adapt or adjust? But does time allow for more clarity or does it enable a clouded judgment? Because the more time that we spend in a situation, the more time that we spend uh, exposed to something, yes, we may become very numb to it, but we may also become very complacent with the scenario, the situation that we're in. And that also does not aid in the ability to gain better clarity. But what's the point of gaining clarity? That's going to be different for every single individual. For me, I think about clarity as a way for me to understand how I engaged with a certain individual or certain individuals, certain situations, how I executed or acted within that scenario. And what could I have done differently or done better? Or what could, I have, what could I have continued doing in that scenario that would have enhanced the experience or maybe enhanced the experience next time? So those are things that when you think about it and you have to personalize it to yourself, what does clarity mean to you? Have you ever asked yourself that? And not only what does it mean to you, but how will it help you to gain clarity or will it not help you at all because every situation that we are exposed to is not meant to always add or take away any given experience it may just be a situation in time but i know it's very difficult for that question around how do we approach things and be emotionless as far as not letting emotion drive our decision or drive our thought process. And that's very hard, but we're naturally driven by our emotions. So the real question is not to how to be emotionless in discussing or in engaging or in making a, a point of view about something. It's about how do we level set those emotions so that they don't overtake us or cloud our judgment. So, the reality of it is to that exact point we can never be a hundred percent emotionless okay so i guess in one sense that will not allow us to be clouded as much as we potentially could be because emotions will always drive a certain portion of us but we don't have to allow the emotions to take over right again if you're the type of person that can be very emotionally driven in everything that you do and still have great clarity and great perspective kudos to you i know i am not that type of person so as i started thinking about how a lot of what affects us from an emotional standpoint can be based on a lot of different things but emotions are very intertwined in everything that we do i wanted to get a better understanding of the let's say the emotional cycle right so how do we skip and accelerate that process when needed and how do we not allow that to be a crutch when we don't need it so how do we accelerate the process to get through the desired quote-unquote level set frame of mind because again we are always driven to some extent by emotions maybe an experience maybe a situation that we're in at that point in time but emotions are an innate part of our being so we have to be able to acknowledge and accept the situation good or bad for what it is 
And only then can we progress through the cycle at what pace we need to. So I did a little bit of digging, as always, and I, I, I found some, some interesting discussion points on a, a website called Emotional Intelligence at Work. And Jeremy Merchant is the, the individual that really put a lot of the content into this site, but I, I only took a few bullet points from it and just want to talk about what is the behavioral cycle, or as I put it, the emotional or a behavioral cycle. And Jeremy Merchant makes a really good point. He says, Behavior is driven by our emotions and our feelings, but they're also driven by our thoughts and our beliefs. So as I look at that and I think about the emotional cycle, a lot of it is time bound, right? So if you think about our emotions and our feelings, maybe very, very heightened at a certain point in time, we may make a certain decision at a certain point in time because it may be something very new, very fresh to us. And that experience has heightened our, our sensitivity to a certain scenario. But then you think about your thoughts and your beliefs, you very seldom, I believe, build deep-rooted thoughts and beliefs based on very recent, very short-lived experiences. A lot of the very deep-rooted thoughts and beliefs that you have may have been things that you were, you were raised uh, to believe or think. They may be experiences that you experienced years ago and it's molded you into the person and the mental uh, constructs that you have for today. So, but regardless of all of that, it still has an impact. They all, your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts, your beliefs, they all have an influence on the behavior or the emotions that we experience. And I love this, uh, this point that uh, Mr. Merchant made. He said, one cannot act unless one has premises on which to initiate the action and a context in which to do so, right? So there's always a reason why we do what we do, as he points out. Actions do not just spring up completely without cause. Everything that we do, there's a reason why. You might've wanted to go and, and run a marathon just because, you know what? I wanna go see if I can do it. I wanna push myself to the limits. You might wanna go skydive out of a plane just because you want the adrenaline rush. You want the adrenaline rush, right? So the causes are our feelings and our emotions. The causes are our thoughts and our beliefs. And I thought that point was very well stated by Mr. Merchant. So bringing it back to the topic at hand, clarity, right? Clarity comes through exposure. Clarity comes through experience. And the ability for clarity to manifest itself comes through you allowing for a greater self-awareness that there is an opportunity for you to learn. There is an opportunity for you to evolve, but you can't begin to do that unless you carve out that time. You make an effort to be able to do that. As the old adage goes, and we've heard this from so many different people and so many different uh, points of our lives of hindsight is always 2020. You have greater clarity looking back on a situation or thing than you do when you're right in the middle of it and in the thick of things. Because it's very difficult to have such clarity when you're in the middle of a situation and you're living it. So, again, what is clarity to you? And then how can it help you? You should, you should ask yourself that. Spend some time to think about that. 
So clarity is dependent upon our ability to evolve in our train of thought, our mindset. But the question is, is are you the type of person that's either fixed in your ways and you're never going to evolve, you're never going to change, your, your mindset is, this is how I was raised, this is what I've been learned all my life, this is the way things are supposed to be, or are you vulnerable and willing to allow for change and allow your mind to grow? So this brings me to the next point and the next topic of the, the altering of your mindset. And I thought about that, and, and as I was doing a little bit more diving into, you know, gathering in my thoughts and gathering my notes on this, I, I stumbled across some other very, very interesting information around the growth versus the fixed mindset. So Don Vanduali actually wrote an article, he's from SMU, but wrote an article, um, or actually a study, a published a study, a growth and fixed mindset exposition of the value of conceptual clarity, right? And what he goes into in this is he talks about this, right? And, and, and just stick with me. This is, this is all going into the point of how do we best enable ourselves to gain additional clarity, but he talks about fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. Fixed mindset is where one believes that a given personal attribute is largely a fixed entity that is difficult to change or develop. So basically, you have what you have. You are who you are. You think the way you think, and you can't change that. This is just how it's supposed to be. As opposed to a growth mindset, where you think about one's beliefs that the personal attributes are relatively malleable and thus amenable to change and development. So you leave yourself the open door of saying, this may be my experience. These may be my emotions and my, my thoughts and my beliefs, but there is an opportunity that it could be different. Things could be better. I may not be right or I may be right. You never know, but if you allow your mindset to have more of a growth focus, you allow yourself the ability for evolution, which also allows you the ability to be able to gain greater clarity when you look back on a situation or as you're going through a situation or as you're tapping into experiences and, sit and, and, and emotions and thoughts and beliefs that you've already gained, but then you're actually employing those every step of the way that you're moving through life cycle or life's journey. It allows you the ability to think outside of your own construct. To go a little bit deeper into the growth versus the fixed mindset, I dug into some research that uh, Eduardo Bersinho actually published and it was, a, it was a great PowerPoint that he actually put up on um, online. And he gave this at uh, the Character Education Global Conference, but it was called The Importance of Mindset. And it really talks more about the differentiation between the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. As we previously stated, the fixed mindset has the focus of intelligence or an ability is a fixed trait. It cannot change. But the growth mindset says that the intelligence or an ability can be developed. It can evolve. It can grow. So Eduardo took a look at this from a couple of different viewpoints. 
when you compare the two, what's the goal? View of effort, challenge seeking, response to setbacks, response to criticism, and views others' success. So when you compare the two, I want you to see the differences. So a fixed mindset, the goal of a fixed mindset is to look smart. How often have we run into someone that is very stubborn, very set in their ways? They are very intelligent, are smart. Not to say that they have all the degrees in the world, but they're very intelligent, very smart, very well established. And they want to give off the perception and the image that that's who they are. How many times do we run into managers, leaders, um, mentors that it's all about letting you know how much they know? So you think about someone that has growth mindset. What's their goal? To learn and to grow. Now, if we're talking about how you develop yourself from a professional perspective, you think about this in contrast, as we talked about, the manager, the leader, the CEO, the whoever that just wants to always let you know how smart they are, how much they know, versus the person that's not just a manager, they're a leader. They are going to help you evolve in your train of thought. They're going to help support you and lift you up. They want to be able to learn from you as to how to get better because they're not taking the point of view that I'm the smartest person and there's nothing. I'm where I'm at by title. I'm smarter than you and I'm better than you. No, they're actually telling you, hey, yes, I may have this role, but my role is to support you and my role is to learn how I can best help you. And then we all grow. Right. So if you look at the view of effort, a fixed mindset tends to be a bit more negative. Growth mindset is more of a positive perspective. When it comes to challenge seeking, fixed mindsets avoid challenges. They know what they know and they want to continue to position themselves to be the smartest person or the smartest group of individuals and appear that way the entire time through. Again, they want to look smart. So they're going to not put themselves in a situation that is going to make them not look anything that they don't want to look like. But a growth mindset is someone that seeks out challenges. Because as we talked about in previous episodes, the way that you grow is by putting yourself in uncomfortable situations to help push the bounds and push the limits to which you are navigating. That's how you continue to grow. It's until you meet challenge and that challenge meets opportunity. It's until you hit that crossroads that you can continue to grow. So a growth mindset is going to be that person that seeks out that challenge. When you talk about encountering setbacks, a fixed mindset is someone that takes more of a helpless uh, approach. Can't believe this happened to me. I don't know how to overcome this. Why is this happening to me? But a growth mindset is very resilient. What am I to learn from, from this suboptimal outcome? How do I get better? When I come back and I'm faced with it again, I will be able to overcome this this way. Constructive criticism, right? Response to criticism. Fixed mindsets are very defensive. Again, when it's all about you, you're very defensive as to anything that opposes the way you think. But a growth mindset is going to be someone that's learning oriented. Thank you. I didn't think about things from that way. Maybe I can try to employ that a little bit differently next time. Maybe that'll help me get a little bit better. 
And then when you talk about the outward view of how do these different mentalities and mindsets view other success, fixed mindsets view it as a threat. But a growth mindset views it as an opportunity to learn lessons, and it may be also an opportunity of inspiration when they see others that are successful. Because again, it pulls them out of their own box in their own world. So as we think about clarity, again, you have to allow yourself the opportunity to inject yourself into situations that are uncomfortable. You have to allow yourself the opportunity to step back and have a stronger self-awareness of who you are, of what your strengths are, of what your areas of growth and opportunity are, and then how do you employ using the things that did what went well and things that maybe didn't go as well, how do you employ those as you move forward? Clarity is all about the ability to be able to gain deeper insights to help you become a better you. It's not about appeasing someone else's thought processes. Clarity does nothing for the other person because, well, let me take that back. Your clarity helps you. It may be an inspiration to someone else or maybe be some wisdom and knowledge for someone else. But the primary benefit of gaining deeper clarity is not for the other person. The primary benefit is for you to be a better you. And by way of that, you have a positive influence or impact on the other person. Steve Marboli once said, it's a lack of clarity that creates chaos and frustration. Those emotions are poison to any living goal. When we navigate in the world that we're in and the life that we're in, the fast-paced society that we're in, when we navigate in and out of those things on a very consistent basis, we leave ourselves very little room and very little opportunity to slow down, to evaluate, to reassess. We lose the ability to do that when we're on a go, 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 go mentality. So allow for the ability and the opportunity for the chaos and the frustration and the stress to slow down and level out. Allow yourself the ability to have more of a growth mindset and a more nimble mindset and a more malleable mindset to be able to evolve and grow. And when those things fall into place, when those things come to fruition, it allows you in hindsight to have deeper insights and greater clarity, but also even in the thick of a situation, the clarity that is readily available can benefit you more than not. But you have to allow yourself the opportunity to slow down and allow yourself the opportunity to use that clarity to your benefit. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, 
please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the whybehindyou.org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of The Why Behind You.